What's up, everybody? Your boys are back in the studio today. And you know how most people say we saved the best for last? The boys didn't do that for you for the most part. Uh, but, hey, here's part four of, of the NFL uh, pre-draft talks. So we're going to go ahead and jump into it. What's the first team we're talking about? So the first team was a heartbreaking team, and the first team that we have is the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, people had high hopes for this team, honestly, because they, after getting rid of Carson Wentz, uh, just this, just last season, adding in Matt Ryan, they was like, okay, you know, better veteran quarterback, you know, we're going to make it to the playoffs this year. Nope, that didn't happen because what happened mostly was Matt Ryan saw the field a lot, and that was face down. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Matt Ryan did not have a good season for the Colts, that's for sure. Um, honestly, I'm going to give it to the O-line for letting down the Colts because the ball was not going down the field a lot. The O-line has had a struggle in Indianapolis for years. Well, I wouldn't say for years because last season uh, with Carson Wentz, JT had the most rushing yards. So I would say that just this last season, something happened. I mean, yeah, I think that the O-line did look better JT's first season than his second season. But at the same time, Jonathan Taylor had that rookie that, that rookie adrenaline going into every game, having to prove himself why he was drafted, where he was drafted in that draft by the Colts. Well, since we're talking about quarterbacks, we might as well get into the uh, next quarterback that they already picked up. But, uh, you know, it's the stash. Uh, Gardner Minshew. Oh, yeah. That's the only quarterback uh, news that matters in Indianapolis, dude. I don't care what college quarterback – they get out of the draft. Screw that guy. Sorry. I want to see the mustache succeed in Indianapolis. I think he could do it. Well, I'm sure that uh, the first uh, first strings up for grabs, uh, but I'm sure that he was also told when he came to Indy that, hey, you're most likely going to be the backup, and I'm sure he's fine with that. He played backup in Philly, so. So you think they're taking a high-end quarterback and starting them first thing in the league, huh? Probably what's going to happen is they're going to take a high-end quarterback in the draft. Um, then they're going to see how he does in practice, see how he does with film. And he's going to outdo Minshew? They're going to just see how he does on the field. I mean, they're going to play their rookie first, guarantee it. And then if the rookie just ain't it, that's why they got Minshew. So, and I right. honestly, I do agree. Like, Minshew is going to be better than Blintz. Minshew is going to be better than uh, Ryan. I just, but if not, then there's just something wrong with Indy. I mean, yeah, but with the weapons that he's going to have next year, he should look pretty good, or whoever should look pretty good, no matter who's put under center, as long as they fix those O-line issues. I mean, they got Michael Pittman coming back. They got Alec Pierce coming back. If they make the right decision and actually start Jelani Woods as a tight end this year, that's their main they'll thing have they need him. To do. They got so, Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, they got a good wide receiver for So bringing in Isaiah McKenzie takes up the spot from Paris Campbell. You know, it sucks to see Paris Campbell go out like how he did, having a great season last year. And then it also sucked to see him suck all the other seasons. He was a lot. He was injury prone. So I do see like what happened when we did talk about the Giants, why he did get released because uh, the Colts was like, you had a great year. So see people see that you're healthy. So we got to get rid of you. And then they bring in Isaiah McKenzie, and they was like, okay, they got that taken care of. 
So there's your slot area. But I do 100% agree with you that Jelani Woods needs that uh, tight end one spot. Even though they mostly have a scheme of a 1-2 on each end, but Jelani Woods, I think, deserves the one, uh, the one spot. Yeah, I mean, I think we might see a little bit of a scheme change-up since we got a, a little bit of a upgrade wide receiver core, if you ask me. They might start moving to a 3-1. Depending on how Alec Pierce is developed, we've seen Michael Pittman and what he can do. We know Isaiah McKenzie's probably going to be number two. If you ask me, he'll probably be second string. So, I'm going to be honest. I don't think we actually see what Michael Pittman can do because of the veteran quarterbacks he's had to deal with. It, okay, this is true, but we can see what he, we've seen what he can do when he's starting. Yeah. Um, but bringing in uh, somebody fresh, somebody younger, I feel like. Um, the pocket's going to be moving a lot more. So the quarterback's going to be able to adjust a lot more. And I think Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce, you're going to see their full potential this year. All right, all right, I like it. Big season for them. Full potential on the wide receiver side. Do you think we're going to see Jonathan Taylor's full potential again this year like we did I mean, in the rookie season? Honestly, that depends on – so. When we talk about the O-line, that's what it really depends on for Jonathan Taylor. He has to rely on his O-line. Okay, I got to is he at least going to do better or worse than last season? So, there's a lot of factors in it. You got, you got play calling. You got your blockers. And you also got to rely on your quarterback to read this defense right. So, I mean, it's not just on Jonathan Taylor to be good. You got to rely on everybody else. Where, like, when we were talking about wide receivers, all the quarterback has to really rely on is, you know, your O-line, read the defense. Because, I mean, even though you got to re- rely on your O-line, you're able to move out of the pocket and then still make a play happen. You can't do that with a running back. I mean, that's true, but, I mean, football's a team sport, so everybody really depends on everybody on the field. Just It's just uh, during different parts of the play so the start of the play the whole team relies on the o-line and then the wide receivers are solely relying on trying to get free from the man covering them but the the running back themselves even if they don't have the best o-line we've been able to see some running backs succeed without them and it seems like well another factor you gotta put in he didn't do anywhere close to as hot as he did when the O-line was kicking. Yeah. We didn't see that 1,000-yard runner uh, that we all expected to see to lead the rushing game again. Uh, Not just because of the O-line, but also because he did get injured with the high ankle sprain. So that's another factor you got to take in is like, is he he going to come back 100%? Exactly. That's another good question. Is he going to stay healthy this year? Is he going to come back exactly how he did? Or like what's going to happen with that? Because he was out for the remainder of the season, wasn't he? Uh, he came I back mean, within the I last think that two. was. I believe that was his choice to stay out. Okay. I believe that's what he said, or that's what was said, is that Jonathan Ch- Taylor is choosing to stay out for the rest of the season because they know they're not going further. I was about to say, I mean, yeah, if I knew my team sucked so, so I mean, bad they wasn't in the playoffs, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't have blamed. I don't too. blame him for that because, you know, like, he knows that his body comes first before the game because. You know, you always, if you want to play next season, you got to take care of yourself the season before. Especially, like you said, if your team ain't going to make it to the playoffs, there ain't no point in you even trying to keep playing. So, 
Um, but a few additions uh, did happen with Indy uh, and a few losses. Uh, when we talked about uh, they lost Paris Campbell, uh, they did lose Stefan Gilmore. Um, not, I mean, Gilmore was a lot of help, honestly. He was a lot of help, but defense. at the same time, he's getting up there in age. He was up he there is. in cap space, so and it he is. But one thing I'm in both ways, and I'm not yeah. like I'm not even sad about him leaving because one thing I hope that's going to happen with this is that they bring Isaiah Rogers up. I ain't sad about him leaving either, because he came from the Patriots. So, well, he actually came from, yeah, he started with the Patriots, and then he came from Carolina. If you play in New England, you're always a Patriot, and you're always hated. But, um, so yeah, with him leaving, I feel like Isaiah Rogers deserves to come up in the cornerback board. Isaiah Rogers is a dog, honestly. He's got great speed, great hands. Dude can honestly keep up with the wide receivers. So, and it's been proven, honestly. He's proven that he can stick with it and he can take over a lead role for the cornerbacks. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you there. He's proven himself on uh, most plays that he played on the field last year. He seemed to do really well. Uh... As far as outside of their cornerback position goes, you know, their D-line actually does look really solid with uh, DeForest Buckner, Trevor Stork. Dog. You got... Dog. Yeah, dog. (laughs) (laughs) You got Quiddy Pay. Dog. (laughs) Uh, If if Shaq Leonard stays healthy... That's what I'm excited for this season, though, is to see... So I'm Zaire Franklin. I am upset that they did get rid of Bobby Okereke. So I'm. They got EJ Speed, dude. I get that, but can EJ Speed do what Bobby Okereke did? I think he can. I got EJ Speed was a special teams guy. Granted, he was one to get most blocked punts, but I just don't think you know. Just Bobby Okereke was somebody special for the defense. He was, he was an underdog. It also at took linebacker. It also took us at least three or four, ne- well, three or four years to learn how to pronounce his name right. Yeah. Sorry, I, I mean I'm probably saying it wrong because I'm saying Okereke. I was about to say I don't think I don't think you're pronouncing it right. No, right. everybody's right, been yeah. Okereke or no, something. it's Okereke. Okereke. Yep. There we go. Um, but yeah, so losing him, I don't know how we will do. But I'm excited to see a fully healthy Shaq Leonard and Zaire Franklin. Zaire Franklin led uh, total tackles last year. He looked like Shaq Leonard out there. So, well, what happened was last year is that Zaire Franklin is who put, uh, he's the one that put Shaq Leonard out last season because he uh, hit helmet to helmet and broke his face mask. And I believe it does something to his back still after he's done with back surgery. So, well, but I, he, I believe he was talking about he feels better. He's not sure if he's 100%, though, but it's close. So, the whole thing was a friendly fire situation anyway. Yeah, but I'm excited to see what this duo can do on defense. Um, it's sad that we're not going to have you, Nick, anymore because um, he was a great edge rusher. I don't know who they're going to put out there, so we'll have to see what happens with that. Uh one more thing, though, is that they added a new kicker. So, McLaughlin's out, and we got Matt Gay. Matt Gay is a really good kicker, and I feel like uh, 
A lot better so, kicker. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he just don't miss uh, three, uh, what was it, three or two kicks in the first game I to win the game. I say, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I remember uh, having some notes on him last year. I think that wasn't very good. Or just uh, Well, I was speaking about because uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. When the well. very first game, he missed uh, two game winners. And they released yeah. him right after that. Yeah, you can't do that as a kicker, dude. I still don't think Matt Gay is no shooter McPherson or nothing, but, I mean, he's better. <laughs> uh, one last thing I got on the Colts, though, is that they did uh, re-sign Ashton Doolin. Um, he's also could possibly take over the slot receiver spot. I mean, I, I knew that they re-signed him, but I just chose to leave him out of my notes. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I feel like Ashton Doolin could take over, honestly. He would be good if he brought his hands to every game. Uh, if he was able to play in every game, I'm sure he would. Dude, he'd be out on the field dropping passes. Stop. No. <laughs> you want me to bring up the stats? Because we can get them. No, nah, that's all what, right. We'll save it for this season, see how he does. This is why we need a stat guy. <laughs> About to knock down the mic. Getting so frustrated and heated in here. <laughs> um, let's uh, hop into this next team who uh, right at first never we had a name for a while. <laughs> right before we hop into it. I think we forgot on the first team, but what are you going to call them? Oh, yeah, we did. Sorry, my guy. My, my bad, guys. Uh, my guy, bad. So, since, they, since this is pre-draft, I'm going to put out a low garbage. Yeah. Looking uh, from last year to this year right now, I mean, yeah, you got Gardner Minshew. So, looking at this team right now, it's still going to be a low garbage. It just also depends on your offensive line still. And after seeing last season, who knows if it changed. I'm going to have to go a little bit higher than hot garbage. I'm going to put them right around good or like a low good. And that's only because as long as they're – season is not injury plagued, I think that they're going to at least have a winning season. Okay, now, actually, a question did just pop up in my head. They get the fourth round pick in the first round overall. Who do you think that they would get at quarterback? Because it's it said that they're getting a quarterback, but it ain't said who. You just confused me, son. They have a fourth pick in the first round. Okay, you said fourth round pick. <laughs> My bad. Now, you, you, I'm just... now they have a fourth pick in the first round. Yeah, so who do you think they're taking a quarterback? Dude, I don't know, but I don't. There's been things that have came out about CJ Stroud that people have said that they don't like. There have been things that have came out about uh, Will Levi's that people say that they don't like. It all depends really on who, A, is running the team. Because we was questioning that last week. Who's actually making the decision for the Indianapolis Colts? They never seem to make the right decisions the past few years anyway. I would hope that they would go with either C.J. Stroud or Will Levi. I don't think they're going to. But I highly doubt either so, of those are options. And if so you like tell said, me you think they're going with Anthony Richardson, I'm a flip. So don't answer with that one. Well, we'll see because I'm about to answer. So uh, 
it is so like I said last week I think Carolina's gonna shock the world Frank Wright's gonna take Will Levis okay that leaves and it, well really don't it only leaves CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson because I guarantee you well it could leave Bryce Young too but I don't think the Colts are set on Bryce Young and I have a good feeling that Texans are going to take Bryce Young. I wouldn't mind seeing Bryce Young for the Texans, dude. That would be nice. Well, I like think. we talked about in the last episode, Alabama quarterback to an Alabama wide receiver, John Mechie. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that's what I'm saying. It leaves you. That's why I said it leaves you. Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud. So, really... I'm going to say it's a possibility that we get CJ Stroud. It is. It's a high possibility, though. Or, it's a low possibility. Sorry. But, that would be in a perfect world that we get him. So, I'm actually going to say that we're going to get Anthony Richardson. Boy, it sounds like another mistake. If you because, if you... But, if you think about it... Like I said, I didn't during, even care what quarterback came out of the draft. I want to see the stash rock out in it. So, here's the thing, though. Cardinals still have the third round pick, or third pick in the first round. My bad. Um, That's all right. Anything can happen. Anybody can switch to get that third pick. Anybody can make a trade to get that third pick, and it could be a team that might need a quarterback. Hint, Green Bay Packers. Sorry, Jordan Love is not your guy. We've seen it. We've seen him try, and it just was not your guy. So, all right, all right. I understand. You ready to hop into the next team? Yeah, let's go ahead. All right, so next team we got is Washington Commanders. They are hurting. Um, Last season was eh, Tyler, I think it's Tyler, Taylor Heineke uh, came out and bought out for a little bit. Uh, Terry McLaurin as well. They got a good team, honestly. You got Brian Robinson. Stretch. You got Brian Robinson, your rookie running back. Honestly, you know, huge shout out to him for what what was going on with him, and he was able to come back healthy, playing NFL. Um, but you got Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson. I mean. You got a good setup, and that's what I'm talking about. It's like I believe they're another team that needs a quarterback that they could draft trade up. They are definitely another team that needs a quarterback. They only have Jacoby Brissett and Jake Fromm from last year's draft. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they definitely got to make something work in the draft with the quarterback or something in free agency, but I also don't think there's too many other quarterbacks to choose from left in free agency, so it's slim pickings there. No. Like you said, they got Jacoby Brissett. Um, They did release J.D. McKissick and release Carson Wentz, no shocker. Um, (laughs) Yeah. They could go and get him again. I do believe I keep hearing something about possibly uh, releasing Chase Young, though. Indianapolis, if you're listening, release. You need an edge rusher. <laughs> release. Yeah, I believe I seen something that they're declining his fifth year option. Oh. I like that. I mean, yeah. I, like I mean, that. I don't think he's done a whole lot coming out of Ohio State. Well, I mean, 
He played for the Clippers. <sighs> it's hard to make any player on that team look good. Unless your name is Scary Terry. I mean, yeah, but it's... Wide receivers can make themselves look good by running to the ball and catching it. Um, but this you just got to be a quick one. I mean, I ain't got a whole lot of movement on them during the offseason. Because they haven't made too many moves. So they're going to suck again next year. I mean, depending on the draft, honestly. Depending on if they trade up to get a good quarterback and to lead this team. I think that they have a lot of holes to fill as far as uh, some defensive-wise and a couple offensive-wise. Well, they did re-sign uh, Deron Payne, so that helps their defensive line. I did see that they signed him, but, I mean, at the same time, they lost. Uh... Here's what I found. No, you didn't find nothing, dude. Siri wanted her input. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm going to just, not even hot garbage, dude. They're like bottom of the garbage. They've been sitting for 10, 10 days, like all cold. Nasty. Yeah, I'm putting them at a very low garbage. <laughs> um, they're going to be just... the first 0-17 team. 0-17, not even one. <laughs> I mean, like, if any team this year is it, it's them, I would say. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, Detroit's showing that they're doing a lot better. So, yeah, I could definitely see that the Commanders are going to be that team. Um, I mean, if that's all you got, too, I ain't got it. Like I said, they're not moving a whole lot during the offseason, so not a whole lot to talk about the Commanders. Yep. Uh, you want to jump over to this next team? I'll let you jump on over to the next team. Well, I was just asking if you was ready. That's what I was well, yep, let's go. Okay. Uh, we got the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Who honestly didn't also do so hot last season? Uh, uh, Pittsburgh suckers did not uh, yeah. show out for their fans. No, you had uh, you know the picket to pickings uh, just wasn't the uh, move, I guess. Hey, picket to pickings is gonna be the move this year. You just gotta get a boy time. It's gotta develop. I mean, at the same time, he's only got Deontay Johnson out there with him last year. They got Allen Robinson now, so that helps out a little bit, taking the heat off of them. But at the same time, they got a far way to go before I think that they're a solid team. Yeah. Uh, they got a good defense going. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, the fact that they did release Miles Jack, though, kind of, I don't think that really helps their defense because I would have kept him. But It doesn't help, but it does help their cap space. So, I mean... To an extent, it was kind of good. They still have T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick. They got Cameron Hayward on their line. They got Patrick Peterson, Demonte yeah. Z out there. Their secondary is pretty set. Right. You know, their their linebacker positions, other than T.J. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was tripping about that. Yeah. Other than T.J. could uh could get some support. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> See, I'm trying so hard not to mess up the words today that I'm just not going to let them come out. <laughs> I got you. Um, but, yeah, Steelers, I'm going to put at a high garbage, though. I'm just a- because, um, like you were talking about, you got to give Pickett sometimes, and then, or not sometimes, but some time, uh, just because the last season he really didn't come out uh, balling like people were hoping he was going to be. 
Yeah, I mean, he definitely didn't uh, surprise me as much as I was hoping when I picked him up off the uh, free free the waiver agency wire. waiver wire. So it kind of disappointed me. But um, um, another thing that is a problem, or not really much of a problem, because he started playing a lot better later on in the season, is Najee Harris. They need to get him playing good at the beginning of the season. I not mean, where it gets later in the season, then it's like, okay, I think I should get my stuff together and start playing like the running back. That's true, but that's partially like you were saying about the Colts. That's an O-line issue. It is, but... They do have a they, serious O-line issue in Pittsburgh that they got to fix before they fix a lot of other things. Yeah, but then they finally started figuring it out towards the end of the season, so that's why I'm putting them at like a high garbage, because... With them figuring out towards the end of the season, I think they're going to figure it out by the beginning of the season now. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to put them at probably a low good or just a, a normal, normal little good just because I, I kind of am still hopeful for Pickett next season. I'm hoping he's our guy, and I hope that the Pickett to Pickett's connection actually uh, works out next season. Even if I don't got it, that's okay. I still want them to succeed. That sounds like a pretty cool little name. Um, yeah, and a, I think that know, the extra weapons, you know, uh, the extra experience kind of helps them a little bit. So I see them doing okay, maybe better, depending on what kind of moves they actually make with the draft and any other kind of moves they can make in the offseason before it starts. But still only they, – they're not getting any higher than the good from me. Yeah. Um, so, they're another team that's just not doing a whole lot during the offseason, not making a whole lot of moves. So, they're probably just waiting for the draft and then making moves. Uh, so, you ready to just hop into the next team then? Yep, let's go. on. All right, hey. let's hop into this next team, the team that, you know, gets your hopes up in the playoffs and then breaks your heart. We're talking about the Minnesota Vikings, all you Minnesota fans out there. Um <laughs> Um, honestly, I don't know how you, I would like to honestly know, like, if you guys are watching this and could leave in the comments, let me know how you honestly feel about losing Adam Thielen. Like, do you guys think that was bad for Vikings? Do you guys think that was good for the Vikings? Because now that just leaves Justin Jefferson. I'd be hurting. That would almost be like us losing. I, I don't want to say T. Higgins, but I would say Tyler Boyd. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to lose Tyler Boyd either. No, I mean, he's a great slot receiver for you guys. I, yeah, I mean, if I was him, I definitely would be hurting a little bit on that one. But, uh, I mean, my first note is on Kirk Cousins, dude. Oh, yeah? What you got? Are they going to fix that this year? And, like, are they going to shock everybody and go for a quarterback? Or are they just going to pick a late-round one and I hope think he I maybe seen pans out? So, I think because I seen something about Kirk Cousins, though. Is it, what, oh, is it that he was a plague? No, uh, something about... It was like made up. Somebody uh, big made this up, a trade, like a mock trade. Okay. This was made up, mock, okay? But I think it would be great where they trade Kirk Cousins to the 49ers for Trey Lance. I mean, I think for Minnesota it would be great. <laughs> right. But that's also, you know, like Trey Lance, he gets the starting position again. Brock Purdy's going to be starting, and they're going to put Kirk Cousins okay, at second string. Okay, I see. So that's the ideology behind that. Brock Purdy yeah. starts instead of Cousins. We'll see. But what is 
but I don't think Kirk Cousins has that kind of contract where somebody would be willing to trade for him, pick up his contract, and just bench him. I say I'm not too sure. It's just something I've seen, and I was like, "That's really interesting," and that would really work. I mean, but would, that would make San Francisco probably a really dominant team again. I mean, yeah, because like Brock what Kirk Cousins can do, Kirk Cousins' knowledge. What Kirk Cousins can do is lead you to the playoffs, and then they just let Brock Purdy come in and play yeah. the playoffs, so, so it don't I mean, get choked. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, yeah, I don't have too many notes for the Minnesota Vikings since they lost uh, one of their <laughs> since they lost their uh, like you was saying, basically second uh, best wide receiver. Adam yeah. Thielen. Uh, they got Justin Jefferson still. They got Jalen Rieger. They got TJ Hawkinson. And they got TJ Hawkinson. But other than that, they really don't have too much of a wide receiver core to choose from. So they better hope that those guys can stay healthy so all here's season. another thing, though, is that they're running into a running back situation, it sounds like. Uh-oh. That they're still trying to work things out with Dalvin Cook. As far as contract-wise? or I believe so. Or he just might get released. So if they don't have Dalvin Cook, that leaves them with only Alexander Madison. Yeah. So and I don't know where they pick in the draft either. Um, but I know it's got to be pretty late since they did make it to the playoffs and lost. But I don't know if any good running backs are going to be. I mean, the only name that you keep hearing is Bijan Robinson. So I mean, and I have a feeling he's going to be going a lot sooner than their pick comes up. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah, that's fair. That is a good point. I haven't heard that they were still trying to come to contract with uh, Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had him in there just as like his, his comeback season, but it, it might be his not comeback season. I mean, it still might all. be his comeback season, but not with Minnesota. So that means it's Sayonara season in Minnesota, dog. <laughs> um, so with the Vikings, I'm going to put them – they re- if they are able to re-sign Dalvin Cook, um, granted, you still have Justin Jefferson, uh, TJ Hawkinson, and then, like I said, if you get Dalvin Cook again, I'm going to put him at a low good, though. Losing Adam Thielen, I think, hurts a lot because now that you don't have Thielen, who's a good wide receiver, where they're going to now start paying attention to Justin Jefferson a lot. Who's going to get double, dude? Yeah. So that's going to be your problem. We've seen it in Cincinnati when T. Higgins got injured and had to get out. Jamar Chase can't do it alone because they'll double him if he's alone. Mm-hmm. It's the same way that they would work so, against that yeah, core. I'm going right to put there. Minnesota at a low good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to put them probably sitting right at good. I mean, I don't think I'm going to see anything that really surprises me about them this season. It's. The Minnesota Vikings, they got Kirk Cousins again. Now that I know that they ain't even signed a uh, contract with Dalvin Cook, that makes me even more kind of like on them. They haven't impressed me in the past uh, five years. I've been watching them at least. I don't think that they have any chance at a – I mean, they might have a chance at a playoff run again, but we know that they're not winning it, so – I'm going to keep them right at a good. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, you get – so when you first look at it, the Minnesota Vikings, 
had Randy Moss. No play, uh, no Super Bowl wins. Stephon Diggs, no Super Bowl wins. You got Justin Jefferson now, still no Super Bowl wins. Like, how many star wide receivers are you going to take to, you know, improve your team, but, like, you're not going to go to the Super Bowl with this team? I just, I don't know. It's another cowboy scenario. All the way up. How long do you think it's going to take Justin Jefferson to realize that he needs out of Minnesota to win a ring? I think probably, uh, let's see, he signed his contract extension, did he? I'm not too sure. If not, that means this should be his last year on it. Wait, no, because they've been in the league. This would be the third season, so he would have had to have signed some type of contract extension. All rookies are two years, yeah? Uh, I'm not too sure. I don't know. I'm not, saying, I'm not too familiar with rookie contracts it, right it now. It honestly depends, but I believe if nothing changes in Minnesota by the time his contract's up, he probably won't even be looking to re-sign with Minnesota. He'll be looking for it. Most definitely. Um, it would suck to see him go, though, because, you know, I'm sure he's he really likes Minnesota, and I'm sure he's pay, getting paid well. But there's always people with a higher dollar, too. Yeah, I mean, people are willing to pay you if uh, your team is not willing to pay you, so. Yeah. Um, so where are you putting the Vikings out of steady good? Yeah, steady good. I mean, they do the same thing they did last season. They're going to move the hot garbage for me, but. They're on the fence right now, so we'll see what way they tip. I agree with you. So, but I'm still leaving them at a low good though. Um, so this next team, um, this next team, man, the quarterback situation was honestly good. I mean, everybody just didn't think that he's going to do good. And if you guys don't know, we're talking about the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith. Geno Smith came out and showed why he is a quarterback showed why he would should be the number one for Seattle over Drew Locke I mean yeah he definitely balled out for him last season I really hope he comes out and does the same I thing. mean he shocked the world honestly I mean definitely, nobody's seen this coming from Gino definitely shocked me dude five weeks in like top of the quarterback list like mm-hmm. that's kind of crazy for for a Gino Smith Hey, uh, he did it. Yeah, I mean, and especially he, with the team that he has, I, was I wouldn't to say, say why not. You got DK Metcalf. They had Marquise Goodwin. He got released though. Yeah. Um, they got Tyler Lockett. So I mean, I wouldn't see why he couldn't be on that list. They got Will Disley. They got Noah Fant. They had uh, who else did they have last year? I'm not too sure if you're talking uh, about tight ends still. Yep, yep. They say, those one, were the only two tight ends they I had about. one other tight end that was pretty good every time they put him in on their list. It always seems like Seattle ends up with, like, a good round of tight ends that are just nice and steady uh, steady catchers and steady playmakers. Mm-hmm. You know say, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Noah, so. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I, I, yeah a huge I mean, fan of Noah's. I had, hey, man, I had, I had a slide it in. A little dad joke for, um, for the podcast. So, and it's not just the wide receivers Smith had. You also had your rookie Kenneth Walker step up. Dog. So, I mean. That's my boy. Overall I'm team. holding him in the fantasy league. Ain't nobody getting him. This overall team is honestly playoff bound. I'm going to put them at great, honestly. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you was talking all about the offense, uh, offensive scheme and put them at great. I'm going to jump to the defense real quick because they've re- retained a decent amount of their defensive players. They uh, they got Jamal Adams, Quandre Diggs, you know, they got Jerron Reed for the Packers. Packers are losing everybody. Yeah. And they got Bobby Wagner still. I mean, he's getting old, but he's he's always been a solid all-around player, and he's always good to have the experience around too. So. Well, not just that; they actually got Bobby Wagner back because he played for LA last season. Yeah. yeah so well, yeah. honestly, they signed him to a one-year deal. I honestly think this might be Wagner's last season. You think he's gonna play one game and retire? Or you think he's gonna play no? He's gonna play the whole season. season. He's gonna play the whole season. But I think this is gonna be his last season. Okay, okay. Especially, like, getting offered the one-year deal. Yeah. I mean, if he I still mean, wants to play. coming back to Seattle and everything, yeah. I definitely see If that, you still want to play, I'm sure that there will be teams offering you, you know, deals. But, honestly, the way it just looks like right now, it just looks like it's going to be a retirement season. Yeah, I definitely see that. I mean, depending on how far they go, though, who knows? I mean, we've seen uh, the center for uh, the Eagles, Kelsey. Yeah, he, he said that he was retiring, and then he was like, "You know what? I will make another run at it. One more year." He said, "My brothers talk too much crap. Yeah, we're gonna go back, and we're gonna win it." Uh, but you put you said you was putting them at great. Yeah, I'm putting the Seattle at great. All right, I'm gonna put them at a low grade. I think that uh, their team definitely shows that they have potential to be great. Uh, they didn't look the most consistent last year. I mean, it did look good out there every week. However, there was just some inconsistencies with certain players, certain play. Mm-hmm. Uh, some injuries that popped up. And now I don't know who's backing Kenneth Walker, but I do know one of them is not. I'm not too sure. If they, uh, I'm not too sure if they've re-signed Travis Homer. I'm not sure neither, but... You know, Kenneth Walker, I think he did have a high ankle sprain or something like that last mm-hmm. year as well that he went out with. So they need somebody to back him up uh, in that category. If that pops up again this season, they have a history of drafting running backs that are injury prone, unfortunately. But I got faith in Kenneth Walker. I'm going to put him in a low grade, but they got good potential to possibly go to the champion this year. I don't know. That'd be nice to see, but... If we get the same Geno Smith that we did last season, yes. Wait, hold on. Because we face him in the... No, we would go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can <laughs> go to the Super Bowl. That's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah. If we get the same Geno Smith and he goes to the playoffs, plays great, I definitely see a Super Bowl-bound team. But like you said, it also just depends on... Hold on. I'm taking care of this copyright real quick. Okay, it also just depends on uh, Kenneth Walker as well. Um, Because, I mean, like you said, we're not too sure on who's even backing Kenneth Walker. So... I still like him in the great category, but yeah, I mean, everything we've said is true. I do want to. I'm excited to see them play this season, though. Yeah, definitely gonna be a fun team to watch, especially watching ba- uh, Babby, <laughs> Bobby Wagner playing again at linebacker. Yeah. So, but other than that, yep, it's gonna be a great team. I'd bet so. on them. 
So, uh, let's hop into this team. Finally, my team who uh, just, yeah, isn't doing so hot right now. Uh, hopefully, with the next season, it changes because, for one, Kyler Murray, you got to get your head on straight, dude. You got to start reading defenses. You, you just can't always run with the ball because, obviously, that's why you got hurt. We know why he's not reading defenses. He's not looking at playbooks. He's looking at what? Video games. I know. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean. He's platinum, though, dude. No mess with him. I mean, I feel like this team was this team is great. It's just Kyler Murray needs to get his head on straight. Great skills. No talent, though. Dude can throw the ball. Dude can run. Can't read a defense. Has to run for his life. I mean. Which isn't good when you got one of the shortest gates in the NFL. So, I mean. That's a fancy word for, like, uh, how far you step. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is is that they're possibly losing D-Hop. Yeah, so what's going on with that, man? I'm not too sure. I really wish they wouldn't. But then again, you got we got Marquise Brown, Greg Gorch. Rondell Moore, and I mean them two, Rondell Moore and Greg Dorch have shown that they're great wide receivers when uh, G-Hop was suspended for his six games, so they came in and showed really well. They got uh, Robbie Anderson, which I don't know why, I guess for death, but then they released him right after, so here's a funny story, Robbie Anderson went and changed his name, right? Yeah, after the chosen, chosen. Okay, right so that's after that, that they dropped. I forgot that he right cho- after that they dropped him. I forgot that he, forgot that he changed his name. It was like he he went crazy, drop him. Yeah, <laughs> just like the Ron Artest situation. They was like, oh my god, he changed his name to Full Metal World Peace. Low key, okay, he might have actually went crazy. That's, <laughs> that's borderline out there, dude. I don't um, know, but AJ Green, he retired. I liked so when Chad Ochocinco did it. But AJ Green retired. Yeah. Um, JJ Watt retired. Yeah. So that'll help. Um, so that's what also I think the Cardinals are going to keep their uh, third pick because they might pick up an edge rusher to make up for JJ Watt's position where, you know, you need somebody to get into the backfield. It's quick. They do need to make up for J.J. Watt's position. I agree with that. However, I mean, we was talking about D-Hop, what's going on with him. He partially wants out of Arizona from what I've heard. He, he's open to hearing other people's, uh, other, like, offers. teams' offers and stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, you know, what was it, his second season with uh, Arizona? Yeah, I believe so. And but but my back. point, my point being is, a players like wanting out is Buddha Baker. Yeah, I he wants too. out, and that's honestly going to hurt the defense. That'll really hurt the defense. I, you guys I hope have, they work something out. I really do because Buddha is such a great defensive player. You guys have already lost Byron Murphy. Yet, um, he actually signed with uh, the Vikings. Yep. So, which was a good addition to their defense. I, I mean, that's a good move mm-hmm. out there, but. Mm. <laughs> That's not enough to say. Yeah, after losing Byron Murphy, you guys I mean, also I don't know what lost your other uh, other linebacker. I forget what his name was, but he was the outside linebacker for you guys, and he was also the other uh, one that you guys got last year. 
I'm not too sure. All of the only linebackers I know is uh, Isaiah Simmons and uh, Zayvon Collins. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons is still there, so yeah. that's good. But um, which I like Isaiah Simmons a lot. He's an all-around player. That's what they did with him in college: was put him at corner, put him at safety, linebacker. So he's an all-around player. Um, but I don't know. This draft could be a defensive draft for them. They have a steady offense. Um, but they could, I mean, I don't know. James Conner could not be their guy, and they could take B. John Robinson. Because Conner, here's what Conner can do. Conner, like, this he is also for fantasy end. people. This is also for fantasy football. Conner can play two, like, two games straight. Great. We'll get you some high points and yards and touchdowns. So basically, when then he we has can go on first. five games where he's like playing like garbage. So when he has that first good game is when you want to pick him up and play him the next week. So you get that two two week consecutive good. Now games. I'm not saying that this ain't going to happen this season though. I'm saying from like last season where he was only doing so good so many games and then so many more games he was playing like crap. So he's off and on. I mean, yeah, I can agree with that. I think he sucked for most of the season and kind of just, like, turned the switch on at the end when he found out he might be losing his job. So that's what I'm saying is, like, next season he he could be the guy. But as of right now, looking at it, he's not the guy. And the Cardinals could take a running back with their third pick. They did have Corey Clements, who's not the best running back. However, I mean, split back in those two back there, wouldn't be terrible, you know. I mean, I know him most from his time with Philadelphia. Yeah. That's where I remember seeing him. I know he went to a couple other teams after that, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he, he didn't look bad when he played for Philadelphia in the backfield. He, he was able to make plays. I think he had higher than a five-yard average on plays back then. But, um, I mean, he was a pretty standard running back. I think with those two, if they do enough to compensate – for their own run game with Kyler Murray's legs. He can, he is fast. He can get out of the pocket. He can pick up his own rushing yards when he has but to. But that's the thing is Kyler Murray does not need to run. I mean, he realized that. No like, quarterback needs to run, but in this new day and age, that's what teams are looking for almost, it seems like. Yeah, but then if you're watching Kyler Murray where he's running almost every game, it's bad and like clearly it's bad enough to where you're going to injure yourself. And then you're going to be out for the rest of the season. Well, I mean, yeah, that dude does so much cardio during the game, he's probably puking on the sidelines when the defense goes So, they need to work on their offensive line. Um, I honestly feel like this is going to be a defensive draft for them to make up for Byron Murphy, uh, J.J. Watt, possibly Buda Baker. I hope they work something out with Buda, though. Um, So, yeah. So, me personally, I'm going to put them at – a midi, a mid good. They have the potential to go to the playoffs. They just need, and they got a new head coach. Yeah, how do you feel about him? Do you think he's going to do? do I'm good so with glad Arizona. Cliff, I'm glad Cliff fell off the cliff. I'm glad that he uh, a little harsh, but hey, I, I did like not him. like. I, like I did not like him. He did, was not did, a good head you, coach. Did you push him? I'm just glad I wasn't the one that fired him because it would have been probably a lot worse. Okay, so you was Because he would have probably been fired at the beginning of the season. He's like, dude, I'll I'll just – no, I'll I'll stand in. I'm standing, coach. Screw you. You suck. 
I can manage the team. I did not like Cliff. I did not like his play calling. Uh, who, who would you have called up? At the time, if I could have called somebody in, I mean, the only person that would have probably been available at the time would probably have been Frank Reich. He was a one one of the guys that got fired, but out of the people that got fired last season, he was the best one. I probably I probably would have called in that head coach from Rudy. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, I didn't like Cliff. Uh, I did not like his play calling at all. Um, they did bring in um, a new head coach, uh, but he was the defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's why I'm thinking it's going to be a defensive draft because their offense is fine. It's where, and I hope this coach actually gets on to Kyler Murray saying, hey, we're watching film. I don't care what your contract says. You're going to watch film or you're just not going to play. I mean, as a Cardinals fan and as a Kyler Murray fan, I get it. You know, it's like, hey, aren't you a Kyler Murray fan? Why don't you take his side? No, it's like, also, I'm a Cardinals fan and I'd like to see the Cardinals go to the Super Bowl. I agree with aggressive coaching 100%. I mean, it just sometimes it's what players need to hear. Regardless, you're getting paid money. Like, why don't you actually do your job? Yeah, and I actually did hear that uh, when Jonathan Gannon was uh, first, like, hired on as the head coach, they was, like, kind of questioning him. Excuse me. Questioning him on Kyler Murray and, like, whether he liked him as a player, whether he was, like, looking to pursue him as a starting quarterback. And he was like, I do like him as a person, as a player. He's got key attributes. He's got certain things. But he's got room for development as well, and I need him to know that. And, like, so I think that's already kind of, like, stirring the pot and kind of directly talking to him, coaching at him, you know. So, I mean, that is a good start for him. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, if you don't have, do you have anything else on your team? No, not really. I mean, that's All about right. it. Unbiased opinion, dude. Where are you going to put him at? I already told you I'm putting that mid good. I must have missed that. Sorry. It's all good. I, I was um, I was Yeah, mid good. Um, just because they do have the potential of going to the playoffs, it's just a matter of, will this head coach make better play calls? Will Kyler Murray get his stuff together? Um... And that's about it. I mean, honestly, the, those two can connect really well. And Kyler Murray can start reading a defense. Because that's the main problem is, like, when he, he just doesn't read the defense on the blitz. He can't read a blitz. Right. So that's why where film needs to come in and you need to sit down and look and see what a blitz would look like. And you can call it out. And then you ain't got to run out of the pocket and you got time to throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you there. Um, I think mid-good's probably a good spot to put him at, too. That's probably where I'd put him right at. Maybe even a a high good, just because I do like the the offense that they got going for him. You know, we didn't even bring up the fact that they got Zach Hurts. They got Trey McBride still, you know, on their wide receiver. I was surprised, honestly. I was surprised that they even kept – Zach Hurts. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of surprised too, but at the same time, having Trey McBride, you know, maybe starting him, having Urch come in for key plays that you really need or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, that never hurts. Plus, he's got all that experience. Yeah, it never Trey hurts McBride. for Urch. <laughs> hey, is that a little team name next year? <laughs> oh, man. 
But yeah, uh, I mean, but I'd, yeah. I'd put them at a mid good, maybe possibly high good. They definitely have holes that they need to fill in their defense after this off season, and hopefully they do do that with the draft. You do. Uh, but, <laughs> but we'll, that was like that was yeah that was some like five year old mentality stuff. I don't know where I use that doo doo. Like I don't know where that came from. Ooh, okay, but yeah, did good, man. I don't know. I do. I do hope that I'm not talking too much crap about your team next season. No, I mean it's on. Honestly, I know like, it's not I, a good. Not I'd good rather team. take honesty than over somebody being like, oh yeah, your your team's great, man. And it's just like I'd sit there and be like. You're so lying to me because I know my team's not great. Stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, mid good, mid good, mid good is what we're putting that. All right, in. let's talk about this last team. Who I'm just gonna start off and say garbage, and that is the Green Bay Packers. Sorry, Brady. <laughs> yeah, we already briefly uh, kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> Skipped over this. We kind of talked about this team like throughout all the other teams. Yeah, no kidding. Where, um, we already brought up Jordan Love. I, I got a question in here about is is Jordan Love their guy? You've already said clearly not. No. I said need an O line. Okay, they do because because if he's gonna be their guy, they need a better O line than what they had last season. They clearly didn't have the best one. Otherwise, we wouldn't have got that famous Aaron Rodgers meme that we have now that we actually used on our post for the Aaron Rodgers trade on our social media. If you guys didn't see that, go check it out on Instagram at Falling With Your Boys. (laughs) We're promoting in the middle of the videos now. Can't (laughs) stop it. Can't skip it because it's in the middle, not the end. Just to clarify, it's balling with the boys, not with ya boys. <laughs> Did I say ya boys? Yeah. <laughs> Can we? Off air, we're going to talk about a podcast name change, or I'm going to need you to rewire that in my brain. We'll do it. We'll talk about it next meeting. E- either way, I mean, if you can just figure out how to rewire um, my brain, But, yeah, um, Packers are hurting, dude. Um, Aaron Jones is getting up there in age where he's just not the same Aaron Jones that you've seen. They got A.J. Dillon, too. They do. Um... Um, you don't even need no O-line. Still don't. Well, then you got your rookie, who did actually play good last season, Christian Watson. That boy better get one of those quarterback helmets <laughs> to reduce concussions. <laughs> yeah, even though he did get concussions, he still played good. Um, because you're about to probably take the number one spot. Ooh, over Romeo Do- Dubs, Dubs, Dubs. I don't know how Dubs to say his name, dude. But well, he didn't actually do much either last. Season. I mean, I think he did better than Christian Watson, but so at the same time, missing. that might be because Christian Watson went out during the season. Aaron Rodgers, he's gone. Al Lazard, gone. Robert Tunyon, gone. Yeah, yeah, lot, yeah. So you're losing. You lost three key players. Who, you know, was your your scores basically? I mean, Aaron Jones was your score, is your score as well. Well, is was kind of the same thing because, like I said, he's getting up there in age. He's just not the same Aaron Jones. This is another and then you bring in team contender. Dang, that's rough. <laughs> that's so rough. I apologize. Um, it's a possibility, but it also depends on their quarterback decision. If they think Jordan Love is their guy, 
I am telling you now, Brady, you better you better call Green Bay's office and be like, I need to speak to the head coach. I think it's Matt LaFleur or something like that. Um, Matt LaSet. I know it starts with I know it's Matt. I know it's Matt. And the last name starts with a no. And he's like, I remember it was generic and he was wide. I don't know, dude. He owned the team. All I know is that you better be on the phone with him being like, what is wrong with you? Jordan Love is not that guy. And if you play him, you're losing a fan. Like, that matters, but still. He's going to be like, how many jerseys have you bought in the past 10 years? You know, we should look into that. By the beginning, or by week five, let's see like how Jordan Love's uh, jersey sales are going. Okay, okay. If that's who if, they keep. If you want, there's also this app that's kind of like a stock market for uh, sports players. We can kind of keep track of that this season, too. Because basically well, what I just want to personally see, like, if they're choosing. Performance. Yeah. Uh, it kind of so, like, if they – I just want to see because if they choose Jordan Love to be their guy, I just want to see specifically his. How his many fans like, choose – actually choose him to be their guy yeah i just want to see how many jersey cells are about to be it that's where i mean that makes sense i get that jordan love just comes out and like just blows it out of the water (laughs) yeah yeah um so yes uh packers garbage after losing those three guys and aaron jones just not being aaron jones yeah, I mean, I, I said they're they're possibly another 0-17 contender after all their losses this season. I don't know what their draft position is, but, I mean, I don't think it's terribly, uh, like, up there in the draft. So, depending on who they use to fill those voids and, and the picks they just got for trading Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that's also another thing to think about. They did get a decent amount, but I think they only got two for this year. Uh, I believe so, and then they got a second, which is contentional. It means it can be a first plays if it plays than more than a certain amount of games. I think it was 60 or 65, which is almost guaranteed. Like, okay. I mean, he's probably going to play that. The only reason he doesn't is if he gets injured in the first half of the season. Yeah. Um, so, other than that, um, that, that's a wrap, ain't it? I think that is a wrap on the NFL pre-draft talks. Yep, there you guys have it. So tomorrow, guys, April 27th is the NFL draft at 8 o'clock. Hopefully we get to see you guys while we are live on Facebook. You know, comment, like the live. Uh, Tell us what you guys think is going to happen. Who is Carolina going to take the first round? Or, yeah, in the first round with the first pick, sorry. Um, let us know like what your team, what you want your team to take, honestly. Uh, so make sure you guys comment, like, and share the post that we're live. And then also go and follow us on Spotify as well. So you can listen to this while you're driving, or if you guys want, wait until it's up on YouTube and you guys can watch it on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, but like on our like all of our social medias which is facebook instagram and tiktok because you guys know what if you ain't balling with your boys who you balling with yeah